Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Young Man with Rins, where we share the journey of a man in simple stories. My name is Rins. Welcome to the Young Man. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, you know how we do it. Welcome to the, um, I think, one of the prestigious podcasts um, called The Young Man. And I am your host, uh, Rins. And, you know, every Friday we just gather around and then um, get to hear the sound of our amazing guest. Today we have the amazing Gosson Ogumka. Gosson is a technology entrepreneur and consultant for government and non-state actors he holds a bachelorate from the prestigious abia state university by the way that is my university as well Uturu. and we'll get to know more about how we're connected back in school so in urban and regional planning and other professional certifications from the university of michigan united states um loyal uh loyola Institute of Business Administration, LIBA, Google Digital Garage. He specializes in design and implementation for smart projects, uh, including the planning of World Energy Forum 2022 and implementation of Niger Delta Program by World Bank. Solid with practical entrepreneurial education process and outcome outcome technology, emergency solution system and interfacing with SMEs. He has collaborated with institutions, federal ministry and government agencies across Africa in project development within the West and Central Africa. The founder of Pan-African Spark, known for support of technopreneurial education. As a committed grassroots uh, technology advocate, he is a second tier partner, partner with Google Digital Skills for Africa to implement digital training for young people, coaching them and inspiring more than 25,000 youths in different careers and disciplines. As a user experience and user interface designer and front-end developer with special focus on healthcare, medical, and enterprise solution. Now, um, ladies and gentlemen, it's my honor to welcome to, on today's ex- episode on the young man, Gotson Ogunka. Please, if those hands are not busy, wherever you're listening, you're driving to work, you're at the gym, or ever, put your hands together for my very good friend, Gotson Ogunka. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for yeah. <laughs> It's not accolade, it's your profile. <laughs> Yeah, thanks a lot. You know, uh, one of the things I respect about you is your um, doggedness uh, o- over the time. And the reason I brought you here is just for you to share um, your journey in, in tech. And I remember how you started sharing that your father was confused every time you're in the cyber cafe. Can you just um, <laughs> share more light on that? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I've never forgotten that story since you told me back in school. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I pretty much started on this path right about uh, uh, senior secondary school days. You know, back mm-hmm. then, mm. 
when they teach you computer science in high school, yeah. you you know you see 10, 15, or twenty of us gather around one CRT one screen, mm-hmm. of course, and uh, very inquisitive to know just how to use uh, you know the typewriter keys or just a keyboard rather and uh, you know Microsoft Word. True elements also got so inquisitive and that was when I started my inquiry into the technology landscape. Mm. Why, how, how does it work? How does the mouse roll? How does it move around? What is this all about? I became extra inquisitive when I could see the internet, you know, used to communicate people far and near if you remember the days of uh, Yahoo Messenger, uh, you know, yes. So that took it a little step, you know, one step further, mm. because if you could chat with uh, someone beyond the shores of your country, even uh, without knowing who, build some relationship and find interest. It is beautiful, even for a young person at that time. Mm. So. These were the things that ignited that spark into my drive for innovation and technical thinking. So, I mean, it's been it's been a long way coming. That was back in two thousand three, two thousand four. Yeah, uh, yeah, quite a long, quite a long time. Yeah, um, but did you start at that point? What, what triggered your interest? Yeah, you've explained what the interest was and the debate into tech but at mm. what point did you started you know you, you were like let me start coding okay yeah uh first of all knowledge uh so wide you know the knowledge of technology and computer science wide i started with microsoft word when i exhausted the reality that i felt was so you know uh, and i couldn't explain when I was able to decode and, you know, fathom how it works, I was thinking of what could be more, what could be more, what could be better. Then I went into the PowerPoint, the Excels, the Corel Draw, you know, the, uh, the Paints, and every basic application. Then I, I asked myself the question, whoever created this was see he, how did he go about it? What is the engine that makes all of this work? Other than just being an application user, I want to be an application developer. Or an, you know, just, I created my own way, create something beautiful just like that. So I started going into HTML, CSS, those very basics. Mm. I kept going on, kept moving. You know, the CMD is understanding how all of those works. I it I mean those years we are pretty tough. I mean those days when you see me with uh, always see me with one laptop or the other. <laughs> yeah, I and, knew you know, it was so popular for that back then. Man. Yeah, true. And you know it's a shocking reality, also considering the fact that you studied um, urban and regional yeah. planning. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a twist as to my learning path. Okay. Because originally I intended to study computer science. I gained a few admissions in different universities in the UK. 
Uh, I mean, if you go through your directories as far back as 2000, 2007, you mm -hmm. might find them printed in most of their, you know, spaces. Most mm -hmm. importantly, because I requested a lot of prospectuses from different universities, University of Birmingham, name them. I mean, virtually, mm -hmm. there was this portal then, UCAS, so I could scan through UCAS, universities yeah. or campus, whatever. I could mm -hmm. scan through the portal and and I was successful. I got some uh, scholarships, so we are also 50% waiver scholarships. Mm. But, but my dad had a crazy experience. I think uh, the concept of your young, uh, you know, the young man program you're putting up together is beautiful yeah. because mm -hmm. uh, the turning point for was when I realized there was a story behind every experience. Mm. My mm. dad was, uh, uh, you know, architect to my not studying or furthering my course as I intended. Why? Because he had a younger brother who he let travel out to Germany and Italy for as far back as, you know, uh, the early 90s. And for several years after, he couldn't find him. He couldn't read no email or letter from no feedback from those who we knew were closer to him even wow. here. So eventually he lost his brother. Wow. Only for years later that he was gone. So this is my trying to validate wow. wow. and say, I wouldn't want the same thing that happened to his kid brother to happen to his own son. Mm -hmm. So despite being exposed to those beautiful experiences of getting a scholarship and all that, he decided deep on inside him that, hey, this one is not going nowhere. No matter how he I'm not letting him go beyond me, you know, get out away from mm. me. But I, I know you were you were a very hard nut to crack because <laughs> I won. Yeah, I, I at won. the time, I, I you know, at the time you traveled, I remember you traveled to I think you went to um Indonesia, you went to the US, you went to I, India. Yeah. Yeah, in India, Singapore. Singapore. So, yeah. can you just share a little bit? Because since we are talking about travel and then parental restrictions, how, yeah. like, I just want you to just talk about how he saw your travel, and then we'll now delve into <laughs> what, <Okay>. got you, <laughs> uh, what got you to the point of actually traveling, why, and the things you did. Yeah. I just, but talk about your parental, how they felt about the fact that you were traveling. I mean, the story I was telling you, we are like foundations experience. First of okay. all, mm -hmm. before he didn't want me to go nowhere. And I, I remember back in high school, we were three friends. They, we were famous for being called Three Musketeers. Mm. We all decided that we were going to leave the shores of this country and we'll make it happen, study mm. while we were out of high school. Mm. And, uh, the other two were able to leave and exit right about uh, a year or two after high school, you know, secondary hmm. uh, school days. Then Godson was left here, <laughs> trying to pursue the university. You get the point. And uh, it was a little bit, you know, it was a, a lot of frustration and disappointment on my end. I, not that I wasn't smart enough. This was me mm -hmm. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I wasn't smart enough. I was... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. 
lot I wasn't, but because there were a few challenges mm -hmm. with his own experiences, I mean, my dad this time, yeah. it somewhat impacted me. So what did I do? I told myself, uh, what I would walk through innovative experiences that could also take me beyond the shores of Nigeria. Okay. Then we got into the university and uh, I learned about a few international business plan competitions. Mm -hmm. First, it was uh, Unilever Idea Trophy. Uh, mm -hmm. Normally, state universities weren't exposed to that kind of informational learning. So I had friends from ABU, Zaria, Mr. Uh, Mena Blessing, who also shared information about that program. So he was a past winner, a previous winner, and it is, he wanted us to uh, participate in the new experience a year later. Mm -hmm. So we applied and we were the only state university, you know, uh, candidates or participants that made it from the regionals to the quarterfinals to the semifinals and to the finals. Mm -hmm. So we scaled through to become the only state university and even Southeastern University you know, school that participated in that national, uh, you know, national com contest. Yeah. After that, you know, when you're done with one level, you start seeing more opportunities and hmm. the sky becomes your limit. Hmm. So uh, next was uh, Global Social Entrepreneurship Competition. There was GC too, Global hmm. Social Entrepreneurship uh, uh, for Africa or something. Yeah. And... Uh, there was Lee Kuan Yew Global Business Plan Competition 2015. There was the India-Africa contest. So virtually, uh, I participated in some of this and came tops. Mm. I was the only finalist. Okay, we were two finalists for Africa, for the yeah. India-Africa competition. Mm. I was the only African semi-finalist at Lee Kuan Yew Global Business Plan Competition in Singapore. Sorry. The other one, you, I think, which one? You went to uh, Singapore for one. Yes, you that's legal. Okay. Because the other one, which country did you go to? India, Africa was uh, Ghana and India for, uh, you know, both the Indian and the African contest. Okay, India, Africa, yeah. That's yeah, the one yeah. that you went to the U.S. for. Yeah, that's GSEC, Global GSEC. Social Entrepreneurship Competition. So that, we were on a team of three. Mene and uh, Ashbel, mm. you know, we had we made it to the finals and also won that contest. Wow! Yeah, it was it was a big, you know, event and experience for everyone. Now, mm. through those kind of exposure and learning, you interact with people beyond the shores of this country. Exactly. Know how to think, know how innovative and creative. And when you, uh, you know, settle on those grounds of an international contest. There are information, there are things you learn, and there are things you unlearn. There hmm. are dimensions of experiences that, you know, that will drop on your learning path, if you improve your career, and a lot will happen to you. So those early exposures helped me a lot to hmm. pick up uh, this, you know, uh, crazy drive into technology and the innovative space generally. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, before you go, before go, go ahead with the interview, a lot of young people are listening. So, I just want to ask you: all these platforms for competitions and uh, 
putting your idea forward that would make you travel, right? Mm -hmm. Are they still available now? Can people still apply for these competitions? If they are, how can they get it? I just want you to just quickly touch on that, then we can continue. I mean, there are several competitions still available, conferences, competitions, business plan, uh, you know, programs, boot camps locally and internationally, uh, training, learning opportunities, some paid, some, uh, you know, unpaid, you know, there are a handful of them currently happening. But, uh, I mean, I, I see that the current trend of uh, younger people in the society, many do not find so much interest in those dimensions of learning. Mm. So, uh, but they exist. Trust me, they are very available. We have the opportunitydesk.org doing wow. a wonderful thing. We have uh, the opportunity for Africans. We have, uh, I mean, I could go on and on. If you start looking, you'll find there's mm. a competition, global competitions, I guess, .com and many other platforms that keep giving you insight. If you subscribe to their programs, to their portal, they yeah. would expose you to this uh, uh, information basis. So whether you want to be whether you have an uh, interest in agriculture, whatever you want to think of technology. So it is not specifically designed for a set of people, not uh, it, uh, tech people or accountants or agriculturists or whatever. It is yeah. very open to different, uh, you know, works of the arts and, you know, learning. So if you want to advance, if you find interest in these spaces, start looking on the internet. There are multiple opportunities out yeah. there. You can think, start from uh, local competitions and then advance. That's true. beautiful. There is, I think there is this one, Obama, uh, I think Obama Foundation, something. Yeah. Uh, um, you can uh, travel to the U.S. for a course and come back. Yeah, the Mandela Washington Fellowship. Yes, Mandela right. Washington. And anybody you can apply, put in your... Um, apply for it, and if you are picked, you are going to the US. To stay for absolutely. Like, I think for a month or thereabout, then you come back. And the truth is, yeah, we shouldn't. I, I would. I, I mean, I'm saying like, uh, I know the trend of what is going on in the society right now. A lot of people want to. They are seeing the bad model, like in the social media, seeing actors, seeing exactly living the life, and they want to model that. But there is this set of people also that really believe in all this and they are listening right i we don't know when they're yeah. going to bump into the podcast but i know there are people that are very bright as you were back in the day that are very innovative they are very intelligent that can come up with intelligent ideas that can disrupt the society and it, i think this is a cue for them to just go back to the drawing board and develop something that they can apply to these different platforms that can take them globally you know what absolutely I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, we even have the Lions Den by okay. Ultima, you know, in Nigeria. Last year was part of that program and it was an amazing experience. Wow. I mean, uh, most times I would, first of all, advise uh, people or young people who want to go into this scope first to try out local competitions or stretch yeah. your mind a little more locally mm -hmm. because. If you can withstand that pressure or take on all of those pressures, you can easily and willingly take up more pressures 
especially when they come from the international community. True. So it's just how the bandwidth of your learning, the bandwidth of your exposure, your mental sarcasty, mm. if you're ready to, you know, play on it, amplify it early. I mean, it will help you through life's experiences. True. So projects work, uh, even technology or whatever you find yourself or scope you find yourself, you would see that you perform excellently and mm -hmm. even uh, beyond your limits. True. So sometime in 2008, 2009, I remember through your platform called, I think you set up Pan-African Spark then. I don't know. I, I, I can be wrong, but you, you did a, a gubernatorial debate in Abia State. And I just wanted to just share a little bit about that. Because it's very interesting how a young man, I don't know how old you were then, but the <laughs> aim is not about the age now, but I'm saying how you were able to put up such an event and pulled almost half of the gubernatorial uh, aspirant in Abia State at the time to come and share what their plan for the, the state was. And it was very successful. Like it was, I mean, I was, I'm, I'm still thinking about the experience and how the pictures that we saw and the videos when you came back to school to show us. I'm still thinking about it and I'm like, wow. Mm. At that level, you were able to put up a statewide debate for yeah. one Guban uh, candidate. Can you just share a little bit about, about that? Yeah, that happened exactly at 21st of March 2015. Okay. I mean, uh, Right about then, I think I was about 26, 27, yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I was still young, like uh, pretty much. Yeah. So uh, what happened mainly was I started looking on the internet. I started uh, connecting with uh, more programs. I was yeah. thinking, how can we hold our leaders accountable? How can we even hear from them? Mm -hmm. Who has done something? Is there a way we can interact mm -hmm. and not just, uh, you know, get just uh, written memos by other people mm -hmm. about what they would deliver for the state? It's better you interact with these people and feel the pulse of their capacity mm -hmm. and believe, you know, that these people are the right people for the job. So I mm -hmm. thought of it. I remember a year before then, that was 2014 or 2013, uh, Anambra had their elections. Yeah. And uh, these same thoughts that we are really burning in me about creating a debate for them. Yeah. I saw it play out in Anambra. Mm -hmm. And I was like, great, this was it. I had to, I I did all I could to show up at that Cuba uh, uh, debate in Anambra. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I couldn't make it at the time, but I tuned in throughout to watch the details and the entire experience and saw how transparent and, you know, non-bipolar, non, -bipolar, non uh, uh, you know, apolitical the okay. program was. So when uh, 2015 came, if, in fact, that was uh, 2014, the, the last quarter of 2014, this idea dropped in me. I shared it with a couple of friends mm -hmm. who had that uh, energy too, and we are willing to run with it. So once I shared it with them, they were up. They said they, they were good and they could make this happen. 
So yeah. there were basically about uh, three or four of us that made that event a reality. Then we wrote to uh, politicians, I mean, the mm -hmm. flag bearers of the different parties, humanitarian flag bearers. In the and just tell us who and who, and who, and who came. <laughs> okay, we wrote to all of them. You know, yeah. when you start planning, you wouldn't know the details of how how many of them existed. I think mm -hmm. there were around 13 of them. Okay. So we built a stance and everything for them. Yeah. So we had 13 uh, podiums, mm -hmm. well-designed and created for them. Every other person showed up except uh, uh, the PDP man, yeah. who is the current uh, governor. Yeah, uh, That was the only person who didn't show up. I yeah, think I he came around the vicinity when he realized that... Uh, Everybody uh, is there. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know the entire thing that played out, but trust and believe we had every other candidate on the ground. I remember. To, yeah, we have the we had the APC. We had the. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a long time now, but we had all of them show up except him. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, we had their views. Abians, we are ready to listen to them. We had a beaming, teaming audience at uh, Binet's Hotel at the time. Yeah, yeah, everywhere was so filled up. And we were able to contain and plan it. Young people below the age of 30 Doing... all put this all together. Yeah, The funds, the realities of uh, the conversations, the communications, the correspondences we had to and through from each of these parties, and everybody that showed up, it was a free-for-all event, yeah. but it was entirely structured and funds put together by young people. So, I mean, things that can start out from simple ideas mm. to igniting passion to igniting reality and implementation yeah. and to creating a little move or change in the society. You know, okay. it was very paramount. And that was the very first uh publicly attended gubernatorial debate that ever happened in Abia State. Yeah, and it was it was an individual organization. It wasn't yeah. like done by uh, it wasn't a party affiliated party or, or a TV yeah, station. Or... Exactly. Uh, exactly. I don't know so, why you continue doing that, but I totally understand. You know, you have uh, I, I did we tried to pull something together but uh, the political landscape in Abia is not quite friendly and uh, True. It, it comes with different kind of experiences. True. So if, if rather, you know, to make a mess of the entire experience, you create a different uh, route and stay on a different, you just stay away or just keep off. So you don't uh, involve your hands in dirty experiences here. Yeah, you know, part of the things that you created while you were also you created this platform was um, Ecorida, and I know it's it grew and evolved into things that I really don't have much details about. But I just wanted you to because I was very passionate about Ecorida at the time. It was one thing you created, a solution mm -hmm. that you brought up, and um, one of the things that we talked about was the funding that was lacking to bring it to life. And I just wanted you to. Yeah like share a little bit about the process and how 
um, you were able to get to the point you got to, and what is going on with Ekureda? Is it still there or? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, beautiful question, man. Thanks for bringing all of this. <laughs> Sometimes when I think of, you know, this, it gives me some goosebumps yeah. too. To, I know. to say that, you know, uh, we started those innovative stuff as way True. back as 11 to 12. Yeah. yeah. So, Ekureda was a simple idea, economic radar. But then I was also merging it up with, you know, emergency community radar. So the ECO was emergency community radar. It was also economic. And uh, I had two products fixed up into one space and two products that weren't meant to meet. One, it was an artisan network where you could go look for a plumber engineer and that is the economic radar where you find whatever you're looking for okay it's like okay like yeah. an ecosystem of artisans yeah. yeah for artisans if you need a mechanic you need anything within your neighborhood that's why yeah. the radar is there you can scan through your immediate neighborhood five kilometer radius and get you people who can do service for you mm -hmm. then secondly we were trying to create an emergency solution system, something similar. After we did JSEC and a few other programs, I started thinking of how to create something sustainable for Nigeria in such a way that even if the 911 is not a reality, we can create a surrogate or a force to also cater for emergencies. So that was how the Ecoreda, uh, the emergency community solution came where you could uh you don't need to call the police in the in a situation of emergency you know you play around with your mobile phone and it alerts your immediate community and help comes your way so ecorada was the basis for most of my international competition mm -hmm. yeah and then it started evolving when i realized that during the india africa we had the boot camp experience in india and they, you know, we could sit and dissect different businesses and ideas. And we realized that I was trying to put together two things that weren't meant to come in together. Mm -hmm. So I decided to separate the artisan network from the emergency network. Mm -hmm. Doing that bettered what we call mishap. Mm -hmm. Mishap, just like the name is, mm -hmm. literally trans translates or you know interprets uh, danger mishap, mishap but, okay. yeah but my own is mishap with a double p at the mm. end so an app that caters for mishap mm. so mishap uh, has seen beautiful exposures the most recent one being our last year's exposure to the lion's den uh, competition so okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, we've been reached out to a couple of people beyond and uh, within Africa to gain funding and support. And we've been doing a lot in the background and interacting with governments. That is why I, I think I hold a lot of space in emergency solution systems and conversations with uh, different uh, communities. Uh, I mean, I know a state... Uh, security apparatus that have asked me, interacted with me within Nigeria to yeah. know how we can implement the Ecoreda or Mishap solution in the state. So 
a lot of things is coming up in 2023. And I think uh, you shouldn't sit and fold your hands. You would hear of it once it's really yeah. unfolds. I mean, just get ready for a big bang. You know, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm getting ready. You know, um, Dutton, I would say over the years, I've known you and one thing I could say, or I can say, is the level of doggedness and focus. Ecureda uh, has been there since whenever. Miss mm -hmm. has been there. And hearing you sounds like it's still fresh. You know how you just kill an animal, like maybe a cow, or it, it smells very fresh. Things is going on, right? Yeah. And I just really want to commend you for that because... It takes a exactly. lot to be this focused, right? And I know by time the right funding, like you said, comes into play, people would know what it's all about and it will be live and people could download the app and use it and it would be, I mean, fully implemented. And I think also that, if I may, is that the reason why you started delving more into creating solution with the help, like, Health, health sector and developing yes. solutions um, within that uh, sector? Yes. Uh, upon interacting with a, a lot of uh, consultants over the years, I realized that you cannot offer emergency solutions without even having a security section for it and mm -hmm. a health aspect to it. Great. So. Yes. Yeah, uh, trying to bring these two vital aspects of every economic system together, you mm -hmm. need to intentionally dive into learning and knowing more. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot happening. There are uh, business pages and directories being built and established that would also make the you know our work relevant when it comes to emergency solutions. I'm talking about being dogged and uh, the tenacity when you have uh, a project or when you create something. I think what is more important is knowing the big picture, knowing the picture or uh, the future you see. True. Let me put it this way. If you know the numbers, let's say, let's do a little math. If I know that I have a product that can affect 2 million people, and by a way of subscription model, I could make a dollar from it yearly, right? Mm -hmm. Or monthly on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. That is million naira monthly. And pushing it back into your project and, you know, uh, rinsing and, you know, cycling in and out. You can keep doing this and re having funds and the finances to create more impact. True. So. Those are the things we see. Like if, if you know that when your solution becomes uh, viral and very realistic in the society now, what should be the experience? What should be the uh, financial base? If you know all this, if you, create, if you put numbers to the table, you would find reasons to get focused because... Mm -hmm. Uh, aside from the finances, which is always a driving factor and mm -hmm. an inspiration, the fact that you can also solve major problems in a society. Yeah. 
be the reason why someone on the other side of your street is smiling. True. Someone on a, in a different state, in a different country, is giving thanks to God for a beautiful experience. You yeah. would know whatever solution you're bringing to the table is very key for you to continue living and driving it for as long as time can avail you. You know, talking about, uh, I'm so I'm so happy hearing all the things that you're saying. Really, you know, uh, I just wanted to just share more light because you started talking about impact on life, and I so I understand with uh, Pan African Spark, you've been able to do a couple of projects with uh, Google that was centered around you know capacity building, and then um, with young people in the rural rural areas. I just wanted to just touch base with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pan African Spark is. Uh, became the mother organization I created to cater for all of this, all yeah. of this. Yeah. If in the place of trying to create more impact and reach out to your society or your community, there are legally approved platforms that on routes you need to take. Registering yeah. a company is one of them, starting an NGO or whatever it is. So I started the Pan-African Spark to cater for those platforms and podiums of impact. I've been able to use that to work with organizations like Glow, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Google, in partnership with some government agencies. Most recently, uh, a partnership we started with Nida Nigeria okay. to deliver Google Digital and uh, their, deal, their deep program in in and around the entire 36 states and the FCT. So uh, at the core focus about what we do is technology driven and also knowing how to uh, create social enterprising programs, especially around technology, to help other uh, you know, businesses like agriculturists, uh, people in different sectors, health, and um, or whatnot. So, Pan African Spark had been that mother company, bringing driving innovation to disadvantaged or the right communities where we need to reach out. So we try to do a whole lot using that space. That's really about Pan Spark. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God, Godson, you, you're a bunch of talents, really. And um, what do you have for um, people listening, young people? Um, your final words to them? Yeah, uh, my final words would be, it, it, it's a big world and it's also a very small one. Mm -hmm. Let us know how to connect and not get lost in this entire experience. Know how to use opportunities within your available to you in your environment. First mm. of all, technology is not an option. It's not something you should away or think of. How do I participate? Everybody needs technology. Sure. Whether it's uh, yeah, no matter what you're doing, you can't say you don't have nothing ever working for you, driven by technology. Mm. The earlier we boost it, the better. So start mm. thinking of making it a requirement of your 
entire experience in life. That would be very beautiful as a amplifier. And your become the solution you are looking for. Yeah. So how can we get? <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy hearing all these things. I'm, this is one of my best interviews, really. So how can we connect with you? I'm available on social. I mean, um, on on Google, on on Twitter, on Godson XE, mm-hmm. on Instagram at Godson XE, on Facebook at Godson XE. Yeah, I mean, you could use that to search me out. But my full name also gets everywhere. And Godson.com is my direct email. Mm-hmm. With that, we can start or ignite the conversation. All right. Thank you so very much, Mr. Gotsunogunka. It's our absolute pleasure to have you as our guest today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been my pleasure having this little moment of interaction with you. It's, it's also a beautiful experience. Yeah. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you know how we do it every Friday. Thank you for sticking with us till the end. God bless you and then enjoy the rest of your week and see you next Friday. Bye. Wow, that was an amazing session with our guest today. I want you to also know that the young man with greens is available on all streaming platforms every friday if you enjoyed this episode kindly share subscribe and comment see you next friday i remain your humble host greens